Welcome back everyone. This is Trisha and this is Lisa and welcome to Dating After 50 and Other Horror Stories. How are you today, Lisa? Oh, just great. How are you today, <laughs> Trish? <laughs> How's hey. your week been? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the most Mondayish Tuesday I've ever had. <laughs> Absolutely. After a long weekend, it's not fun going back to work. It's never fun going back to work, but this has been especially trying. Yes. I think it's the weather, too. Winter is not my friend. No, mine either. I need sunshine. I need sunshine vacation somewhere. That's true. We should be in Florida. Maybe oh. Aruba. I would go back to Aruba in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I've never been. I was just talking about that with Nicole today about going to Aruba and going snorkeling. Oh, that'd be fun. It yeah. was. That was really cool. Everybody needs a vacation at this time of year. We do. So what should we talk about tonight? Tonight we are going to talk about how to know if you are ready to date. Yes. Which is a tricky subject. Very tricky. Because we all think we are. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's jump right back on that rotten horse. <laughs> exactly. What do they say? The easiest way to get over someone is to... Get under someone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And while that's not a bad idea, it may not be the best. <laughs> yeah. Or it might only work temporarily. But, but for that temporary. Dist- <laughs> yeah, it's a great distraction. <laughs> for that temporary, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> exactly. So I think since we've talked about dating apps and first dates, I thought maybe it would be a good chance to talk about after you've been through a breakup, especially if you've been in a really long-term relationship, a marriage, um you've had children with someone and that's a tough breakup to go through and not that there's a right time for anybody to put themselves out there because that's kind of an individual decision but I think it's really important to make sure that before you do put yourself out there especially on dating sites because they're torturous that you are mentally and physically prepared for dating or the challenge of meeting someone new and Mm -hmm. putting yourself out there absolutely it's it's hard to know when you're ready. You may feel you're ready, but you really may not be. No. Or you may be ready and you don't you don't know you're ready. That's true. Could be both. But I think emotionally you have to be in a place where you're going into a new relationship. If you're really looking for a relationship, if you're not just looking to have somebody to hang out with. Yeah, I agree. And if you are looking for somebody to just hang out with, you need to be really clear about that. Yes. You can't go into a relationship with somebody where they think you're in it for the long haul and you're really in it for fun. Well, I'm like every guy I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> they all say they want a relationship until, until you we... start one and then they don't. <laughs> it's pretty much life. All right, maybe you should make them write down their definition of relationship. Right, I want it in writing. What do you want? <laughs> what are you looking for? Period. No, I know it's tough. I think too, I think you don't know, like maybe you do think you're ready to put yourself out there and then you start dating and you realize you're not. But I think there are some things you can do to like prepare yourself and and see if you are ready. And probably, you know, I would say I was in a relationship for 20 years, 19 to 39. So it was probably would have been good for me to... Once I healed and was ready to date again, then I actually dated and wasn't looking for a relationship because... Been there, done that. (laughs) Yeah, and I didn't even know who I was at 19, and I was such a different person at 39. So it's like figuring out who I am again and who I am again in terms of dating, meeting people. What do I want? I don't even know what I want. You know, I didn't know what I want then because I... I know what I don't want, 
Yeah. But then it's kind of hard when to actually sit with yourself and decide what do I want? Am I ready to give something my all? Yes. And then it's hard because, you know, free time's nice when you actually realize you don't have to answer to anybody. You oh, can yeah. do what you want when you want. Especially I, as our kids grow older. So it's like that freedom. Someone's got to be worth giving up that freedom. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be hard when you have that. When you can come home and get in your jammies and get on the couch and have cereal for dinner. Or decide you don't want to do laundry today, tomorrow, or the next day. Or... Watch The Real Housewives, which is my uh, <laughs> your my guilty free pleasure. <laughs> yeah, my guilty pleasure. <laughs> which Real Housewives should I watch tonight? <laughs> and sometimes you just don't want somebody else there. Sometimes it's nice to just be alone in your own thoughts and do your own thing. And you have to decide if somebody, that person that walked into your life is worth giving that up. And I think when it's the right person, you will know that. Yeah, I agree. It's probably why dating is hard to begin with, too, because sometimes I'm like, I've had a long day at work. Do I really want to come home and get ready and go make small talk with a stranger? You know, a lot of times... you got to stop meeting strangers. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of elevator strip. the stranger part. No. <laughs> I don't really want to sit at a bar and meet strangers all night now. <laughs> so what no, are some... that's Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's coming up. <laughs> So what are some things that, well, let's talk about first. What are some things you would do? I, this isn't like a huge thing, but sometimes I think there's steps you can do physically to prepare yourself. And I'm not saying like, oh, you got to look your best or be vain or worry about what you look like. But sometimes just like physically, if you work out or do yoga or just get, go for a walk, get outside a little bit, I think it helps build your mental confidence. I agree. Yeah, I think it makes you in a better headspace. Just, even just like, maybe it even puts you more in touch with your body again, you know what I mean? Like, if you haven't been in a relationship for a while or haven't been sexually active for a while, sometimes just doing physical activity Mm -hmm. of some sort can help you reconnect with your body again and build your confidence. I think it makes you feel more desirable. I think so too. And the better you feel about yourself, that's what you project. If you feel horrible about yourself, you're more likely to attract somebody who's not going to treat you very well. Yes, you're so right. Yeah, you want to build... It's it's like Of course, that can happen even if you think you're awesome. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Let's not... It's about the things, I guess, that help build your confidence. So at least going into... Going into wanting to date that you go in with your best confident self that you can. So sometimes just doing those little things help. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And again, it's not about like being weight loss or having a perfect body or the perfect boobs or the perfect anything. It's just about feeling confident in who you are. And then sometimes just reconnecting with your body, like, you know, with Mm -hmm. movement or, I mean, I like yoga, things like that. That helps you just feel good in your own skin again. Yeah. Taking your time for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Even if it's a massage. As women, we just pedicure. Don't. No, that's true. We don't. Making sure you have time. Good, fresh haircut always makes me feel good. Color. Nails make me feel good. Nails, yeah. Pedicures make me feel good, too. Nails, haircut. New outfit. That's well. not physical. <laughs> new shoes. Okay, don't get me carried away. No more new shoes for you, for the love of God. No more new shoes. Every pair of shoes you buy, you have to throw one away. I know, that's true. <laughs> Probably a couple. <laughs> I love my shoes. I love no, those. I think that should be the new rule. Every pair of shoes that comes in the house won't have to go to Goodwill. Yeah, that's true. I have to get rid of Donate. That's a good idea. Maybe sell on Poshmark. Um, 
Okay, so you get yourself physically ready. You're gonna now you have to do the mental work, and obviously that's the hard part. And it's not that you have to, you know, it's it's not like you always have to do the mental work to date or whatever. We're always kind of working on ourselves or or some learning. People some people are. Some people are not. That's true. Some people. Some people. It's very easy to go relationship to relationship, and that's okay. Yeah, it's okay if that that's works. who you are, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's just how some people are made. That's true, and that's how they live their best life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's probably better. Like I overthink everything. Like, what did I do wrong? What could I've done better? What, what did work? What didn't work? You know what I mean? I. You were perfect. I'm sure it was all them. Me too. It's totally all. Them. <laughs> it's all them. Don't don't you even worry about it, honey. You're it was so them. Right. I knew I loved you. <laughs> it wasn't me at all. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, not at all. So, what are some things to? Me- I I think confidence is like a key mental. Like, when you have that confidence, it really makes you mentally stronger? Yes. I think it allows you to set boundaries when you're meeting people. Boundaries are very important to start out with because they're harder to implement when you're in the relationship as opposed to going into it. That's agreed. Yeah. You need comfortable boundaries. Not They have to be comfortable with you. With whatever you want. It doesn't have to be whatever society wants. It has to be your boundaries. Right. What you're comfortable with. So true. Yeah, because you can't... They're harder to establish once you're already in a relationship and you didn't have them before. And then you try to set up new boundaries. Right. That didn't exist. That's practically impossible. So it's so important. Yes, have your boundaries. Know what you want. Which, again, these are things you learn, like, as you're going along, too, as you're dating. Like, there's things I didn't even know I should have boundaries about, but oh, I should have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. I A couple of years ago, I learned some really important boundaries that I never thought I would need. <laughs> like? It is not okay for somebody to put their hands on you. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is a, that's a major red flag, but we're going to cover those later. Yes, that's a horrible red flag. We're going to have a whole section on red flags in a relationship. Yes, we will get into that. But I think um, when you're trying to get emotionally ready, I th- when you're getting out of a really hard breakup or it's been a long time, don't self-medicate. Don't make don't make excuses for how you feel. Don't cover it, don't mask it, don't drink it away, don't yeah. prescription pill it away or smoke it away feel it yes i agree yeah you have to heal like yeah when you're coming out of a breakup especially if you you know if it's a bad breakup any breakup you have to allow yourself time to heal and make sure you get in before you can't even move on unless you do heal you know right and i know even from my previous relationship i had trust issues i still probably do but i know like when i first started dating i kind of didn't even think i had trust issues I mean, it makes sense that I have a trust issue, but I didn't think about it. And then I was like, oh, wait, why am I, like, thinking everybody's lying to me or, you know, dating ten people at the same time or whatever? Because at some point somebody did that to you. Right. So it's like, it is. You have, it's trust issues. And it's something, so you have to, like, you might be put yourself out there and then things might come up and you're like, oh, yeah, I haven't quite healed from this in my previous relationship. But it's better to feel the pain, work through it, because if you mask it... The universe is a bitch. She's going to keep bringing that problem back to you over and over and over again until you learn. Absolutely. If you do not grieve it out, you're you're just going to get slapped with that problem again and again and again. Yeah. Until you learn or you die. 
One of the two. There's, you can do one of the two. Hopefully yeah. you learn. Hopefully you learn. We both hope you learn. Yes. <laughs> learn and figure that out. Don't make yourself so busy in your life. Don't take on so many other activities and projects and hobbies to make yourself so busy that you're never home alone. Because you need that alone time to process. Yeah. To it's heal. It's all a process. Yeah, it is. You, like, you work through and you figure out. You're right. So it's so important. Take that time for yourself. I, I did, when I left my husband, I think it was probably maybe two and a half years before I got into a serious relationship. That's good. You have to process that stuff out. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think I was telling you one time I read somewhere that for every five years you're together, it takes like a year to heal. Now, I'm not saying you should wait. You know, I was with my ex for 20 years, and I'm not going to necessarily wait four years to start dating again. But it might have been four years before I was really healed and worked through the trauma. And that I was able to, because I probably didn't trust people, especially in the beginning. But as time went on, I'm like, Trisha, you're carrying baggage from your old relationship into your new ones, and you don't need to do that. You need to just have faith that and trust people. And if they prove you wrong, they prove you wrong. But you can't live your life. I, being suspicious of everybody or not trusting everybody. I agree. And I, I I think I give everybody the benefit of the doubt to a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also I really trust my, my instincts. Yeah, totally. If I think you're shady, then you're never going to be anything other than shady to me. Yeah. You have to listen to your intuition too. Mm-hmm. You really do. And listen to your friends. <laughs> yes, listen to your friends. <laughs> Sometimes we don't. <laughs> If all your friends don't like somebody, which... <laughs> which has happened to you a couple times. <laughs> if your friends say no, they have your best interest at heart. <laughs> Especially if they know the person. If they don't know the person, okay, maybe. But if they actually know the person... <laughs> I know. I couldn't help it. It happens. <laughs> but again, I think it's just what we're saying is it's important to set yourself up to be in the best physical and mental space you can be in. When you are ready to put yourself out there and try new people, meet people. I mean, honestly, I can even tell myself, like, even if I am out, even if I'm out with my girlfriends at night, or, you know, for go out somewhere for a drink or whatever, if I'm feeling confident and good about myself, then I'm more likely just to attract people than if I'm in, like, a bad head space or not feeling confident. Right. Which, again, is just normal. And, and it's the same when you go on a date, like, you're meeting a new if you're meeting a new woman or a new man, they're going to be more probably interested in you if you come off as a confident. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, person. Just like... Don't be... Don't... Yeah. Okay, so let's go on to the next topic of... Okay, you are finally ready to date. Let's go over some do's and don'ts. First of all, do not emotionally vomit on your first date. Don't tell them everything that's wrong with you. Don't tell them all the sorrows in your life. And it's not that they don't care, but it's not appropriate for the first date. Agreed. And that might be a sign that you're not mentally healed and ready to date. Right. If you're, and I've had many, I've had many guys do that to me on a first date. Tell me about how horrible their ex-wife is and how horrible their life is. And <laughs> Gee, yeah. can we go out again? I know, right? <laughs> oh, so you sound like a lovely person. Sounds like fun. You know, just. Like, every, it's everybody else's fault, never theirs. Whatever. These are warning signs, I would say. Or at least someone who's certainly not in a position. And if they be. are always the victim of the story, that's a bad sign, too. Agreed. If it's always somebody did this to them, somebody did that to them, 
that's a bad sign because yeah. we all have done our share of maybe not so great things to other people in relationships. Yeah. Own it. Yeah, own it. Take responsibility. Move on. Accept that you're you're human. You're not a perfect person. No. Well, you are. Aw, I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm single. <laughs> but yeah, so like just, yeah, you want somebody who's not afraid to be like, you know what? Hey, I contributed. I mean, I will be the first to admit that my relationship breakdown was not a one person thing. It's two people. And you know, sometimes you grow together and sometimes you grow apart. And we grew apart. But again, I will take ownership for, I was yeah. not perfect either. It was a mutual thing and it happens. And again, you just learn and move on and yeah so when you are ready if you're like hey i'm great i'm feeling good mentally i'm going to feeling good physically and you go on a date with someone who's like a bummer and dead downer wait wait i did think of one really important thing to do before you move on and i think it's forgive Mm -hmm. i think you have to forgive the other person for whatever you perceive they've done to you because their story is always different perceive what they have done to you what or forgive what you perceive they have done to you Yes. Let it go. It In the big scheme of things, was it shitty? Probably. Do they suck? Probably. But you holding on to that only hurts you, and you hold it against the next person in your relationship. That is Yes, that is so true. And so important. Forgive yes, forgive and, and let on. go. Don't be stupid. Forgive, but mm-hmm. don't forget. Exactly. Don't. There is a saying that God put your exes back in your life just to see if you're still stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Forgive. Forgive. But don't forget. Right. Don't go back, but just move on. But yeah, forgive for your own peace of mind. Forgive. And again, accept the fact that it takes two to make mistakes. It takes two for a relationship to fall. And everybody makes mistakes. Everybody. Everybody's human. And Except it... for you. <laughs> for me. But it's not their fault. Like, they're not. No. It's, it's not even like people are trying to hurt you. They're just thinking about themselves. So, very rarely is somebody intentionally trying to hurt you. No, they're just caught up in their own lives. They're trying right. to figure out their own stuff. It's understandable. But again, don't go back. Move on. Forgive. Learn. Move on. That's the best thing you can yes. do. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. So, when you go on a first date, again, you don't... If someone's a downer, if they're... I really get turned off when people c- complain about their ex. Whatever it be. If they were dating men or women. Whoever they're dating... If they just go on and on, like, negative about, especially if someone they have children with or whatever, like, that's such a turnoff for me. Like, And yeah. you can be fairly certain that if they're talking about the girlfriend or relationship before you that way, that when your relationship is over, they're going to trash you too. Yes, that's true. Beware of how respectful they are to past relationships. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how they're going to treat you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that, but you're right. If they can talk that badly, they're just gonna do the same thing to you there's a difference between saying oh you know they suck they did this we all have those moments yes but to actually feel it and live it every day the hatred for your ex that's a lot you ain't ready no or to keep talking about it like i mean you don't talk about it on a first date like oh my god yeah (laughs) no that should be like (laughs) you don't even talk about it for a long time coffee or tea (laughs) not you know my ex slept with my brother Killed my dog. Those are not appropriate conversations. I know. I'm trying to think of some of the crazy stories I've heard. Oh, my... Well, not my... Fa- well, I have like a hundred favorites. But one of them was um, a first date where she tried to explain to me how she was sleeping in her room. And all of a sudden the police came in and dragged her out in handcuffs and put an order of protection against her because her ex-girlfriend, who lived with her, lied 
and it went to trial and she still had an ex an, a restraining order. But it wasn't her fault and the police all lied. Wow. Well, she tell you that the first date? The first date. <laughs> and you didn't run. Oh, I did. Oh, did you? Oh, good. Okay. I was like, wait, did you date her? Please tell me no. <laughs> no. I'm like, okay, thank God. Wow. Yeah. Restraining orders, and especially if they tell you on the first date. Well, yeah, not good. Oh, my God. No, especially with what I do for a living. I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, this cannot be in my life at all. No, no, no. no. I'm like, you, you, you. Yep, because the police have nothing better to do than to make up lies about you. Yeah, they like to spend their free time just arresting people for fun. Walking into a stranger's house. It's fun for them. Yeah, make it up restraining orders. It's all just a fun thing. Yeah. No. Oh, thank God. Yeah, run from that. Run, run, run. I'm trying to think of any stories. I think I do remember someone once telling me they had a few DUIs. I was kind of weird, but and I was there was some I don't know I've had some weird ones. A <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, few weird ones. <laughs> Just a few, you know. I enjoy your your dates though. I really enjoy <laughs> I'm the. Glad someone does. <laughs> I enjoy the date recap. Yeah. I'm glad someone's enjoying my dates. <laughs> I've had oh my god. I know. I'm gonna have to talk to Ellen and get her to remind me because every time I had a date, I went out with to dinner with Ellen the next day, and I would tell her everything that happened. Story. I know. I had um reminds me of this one date I went on. I think we met for ice cream, and the first thing he said is, "I'm so glad you don't care that we're married. That I'm married." He's like, "I'm glad you don't care that I'm married," and I'm like, "You're married." Like I had no idea, and he's like, "Yeah." Then you see my profile, and I'm like, "I read the profile." Well, apparently there's like acronyms for people who are married. I Asshole? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Asshole. It was like, I don't know if it's like MBO, married but open. I don't even know. And he's like, oh yeah, no, we have to be real discreet, but I'm glad you don't mind. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm new to this. That was probably like my second date ever. I'm like, I had no idea you were married. Not my thing. I'm glad you and your wife have it worked out, but I'm not in it. I'm out. I had that. I had somebody tell me that him and his wife had an agreement. And that as long as she met me and she was okay, that she would write him a note. Hmm? He would, she would give him a note that it was okay if I slept with him. Uh, <laughs> are you serious? Yes. Did you meet him? You didn't meet him, did you? I, he, he's a friend. <laughs> I see him <laughs> So that's a yes. <laughs> I, Wait, I, did you get the note or did you not get I, the note? I politely declined. I politely declined. Was she like writing it out? It's like a check. Like, it's like a check to cash. You get to sit with my husband. It's like those little coupons you get from your kids. Good for one free bag. Yeah. Good for one free fuck. Yeah. You get a, you get a hug. No, you get more. <laughs> you get a hug. You get a hug from my husband. Wait, no, you get more. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I don't even get it. She would write a note. Like that's the weirdest thing I've ever. But that's what he said. Yeah. I mean, I obviously wouldn't know the oh, difference between their handwriting. It is true. <laughs> Guys say the dumbest shit, don't they? <laughs> Holy crap. He's just writing notes left and right from his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are more than happy to go sleep with my husband. <laughs> Here you go. Make him dinner, too. He's no. Cashing those coupons all around town. <laughs> that is the funniest thing. What is it with men? What is it with people? <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's say you make the leap and you finally go on your first date and things go well. Mm-hmm. And you meet somebody that you want to actually go on a second date with, which is not easy to find. Yeah. How do you how do you take it from there? 
because I think when you find somebody that you click with, you have chemistry with, it's probably been so long you're excited. Yes. And you move too fast, possibly. Yeah, that can definitely happen. Um, I I think, think... Take it slow. Yes. Take it absolutely slow. Um, you rush things, and you don't get the opportunity to grow your roots. Yeah, and that's probably... You know, honestly... If you're rushing, that might be too that you're not ready to date. Like if you, so, and I would say like when I first started dating, I might've been in this position where I would meet someone and I would get so, maybe even remember these days, but I would get so excited that in my head, I'm like, oh my God, this is the guy for me. This is it. And it would be one date. I don't even know him, but you know what I mean? Like I'm like, oh yeah, this is the guy for me. And I'd be so excited. And, and you have to be careful because obviously you don't want to be overly eager for this. You want to wait for him to ask you out for the second date. Mm -hmm. And preferably plan it too and so I think that and I don't think I mean I'm not saying it hasn't happened where you end up going out with a guy the next day and the next day or you know but then you get all hot and heavy and it gets it goes quick and then you know you don't have days later you're already broken up (laughs) you don't have a beginning you start in the middle especially if you sleep with them right away and if that's your thing that's your thing no judgment but you don't have a beginning you need to have a beginning where you you yeah. get a little comfortable and you get to know them. And what happens if you sleep with them the first, second, third date, and all of a sudden you dis- discover that they're a disgusting person, or you, there's just things about them that are such a turnoff? Right. And then where are you? Agree. You're stuck, or at least not stuck, but at least you, you know, you then you've slept with somebody and been with somebody you don't even like like. Or you don't yeah. Even, so I think that's. I think that goes back to like, you know, with online dating and with all these dating sites and all those other things. I think it's. I think people have lost that thing where you actually date and get to know each other. You court. Yes. Mm-hmm. Courting. Like having that time to actually get to know the person before you, well, before you sleep with them. But I mean, before you jump into a relationship. I mean, I'm sure this happens with women even more. But, okay. <laughs> you know, like date two and you're practically married if you're... Here's, here's dating in my world. Date one. Let's go out. Get really, not me, have a whole bunch more to drink than you should. <laughs> Emotionally vomit. Tell me every bad thing that's ever happened to you, all your horrible relationships. And if I still talk to you the next day, then let's move in together. Yeah. Here's my U-Haul and my plant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. No. And I think it's important. And, and also, I find too, sometimes with all the texting nowadays, I actually, like, like I said, I like guys, when, like I said before, I like guys who call me once in a while, and they'll call me all the time. But... I think with texting, too, you can over-communicate almost instantly, mm-hmm. and then you do know a lot about each other, but you've only really actually met each other once, or you haven't even met each other yet, and you've texted a hundred times. So I it's all about, you know, step back. It's, a, it, it's, it's overkill, because you can have, with texting abilities, you can actually communicate with somebody all day long, every day. Yeah. So what happens when the relationship gets comfortable? Well, you're not going to want to do that every day, all day. So then... The other person is like, well, you know, you used to talk to me all the time, and now it's only sporadic. Are you losing interest? Yeah, that's me. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's every guy. But they're going to text you all day until they, until you sleep with them, or you've been with them a while, right. and then they're like, yeah, they forget. You don't get good morning texts, good night texts anymore. <laughs> like, but no. It's just true. slow it down. It's yeah. not a race. They're yeah. not going anywhere. And if they are... They're There's somebody person. right behind them. Yeah, <laughs> and they're not your person. If they're going anywhere, let them go. They're not your person. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Just slow 
down. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Make sure, another, another key point, this falls under red flags, but we're going to cover that next time. Keep your friends in the middle of everything. Not in the middle of it, but... <laughs> hey, do you want to yeah. come in the middle of us? That's a, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> well, I got a coupon. It says you can. <laughs> God, I want one of those coupon books. Oh, I know. <laughs> Don't forget your friends. Talk to them. Make time to keep them. And as my mother, God rest her soul, said, always keep your girlfriends because they get you through the hard times. And she was right. She was absolutely right. Your friends get you through the hard stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So many people will start dating if they get so wrapped up in the person they're dating and ditch, no, I don't want to say ditch their friends, but, and I get it, like, you're, you're, it's going to cut into your friend time somewhat if you are dating someone, especially if you start to date someone serious, but also, like, don't skip out spending time with your friends no. for someone. Make sure you have a balance. A balance is good, but it's also kind of, be very aware of people that come into your life that want to remove your friends. Isolate you. I think that's a really, really bad um, it's sign. A, it's a huge red flag, yes. It's If somebody tries to do that, you need to take a step back and look at why. It could be their insecurities. It's just their insecurities. They may need more assurance that just because you're friends doesn't mean that that makes them less important. Right. It's true. Yeah, I have to say, most of the guys I've dated have been more than happy to let you go out with your girlfriends. And they come along. <laughs> They're like, where are you guys going? Yes, I want to come. Oh, God. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. Are we doing fireball shots tonight? No, like, he was fun. He was fun. The one that kept showing up that you didn't invite was weird. Oh, yeah, that was weird. And that he definitely was... didn't do fireball shots. No. Oh, my God, no. He no. did not like us at all. No, you're right, he didn't. That was a red flag. Gotta like my girls. <laughs> he, yeah, he didn't. Well, we did not give him much to like. No. I will. <laughs> it's not really his fault. <laughs> it's not. But you know what? We're a rough crowd. And it, another thing, when you date, we're in our obviously the name of the podcast. We're in our fifties. You have to understand when you date a woman in her fifties, you most likely date all of her friends too. It's true. When you date one of us, you date all of us. It's true. It is true. <laughs> it is very true. And. The dates, the the people that walk into our lives are going to come and go, but your friends are always going to be there. Yes, they are. And it, while it's not, it's a, it's not their goal to like all of us, but they need to respect the friendship. Yeah, totally agree. And that's yeah, that's, that's another hard. like a boundary you can set. Respect. That was that my relationships with my friends. She never respected my friends. It was always a you don't need to do that. You don't need to go out there. And it's... Oh, yeah, that's not good. No. If someone tells you you don't need to go out with your friends or you don't need to be with your friends. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah, that's not good. If someone... There would be nobody who can step into my life and tell me who I can and cannot hang out with and mm -hmm. what I can and can't do. And that is a huge thing. You need... That's a huge... You are ready to date if you make sure you are... You have those boundaries. No one's going to decide. I mean, again, too, we're 50. We're not kids. No. So... But nobody's going to tell me who I can and can't hang out with, what I can and can't do, and when I can and can't do it. Well, if the sex is really good, <laughs> you might see less of me. <laughs> I may be willing to compromise a little bit. Okay, you can, if the sex is really good, you can eliminate one of my friends. But I get to pick who. <laughs> I get to pick who. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the girl at the convenience store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it better not be me. I know. I'm really close with the girl at mobile. She can go. <laughs> <laughs> my pizza delivery girl. <laughs> My wine lady. Mm -mm. She can go. Mm -mm. I might need her, but <laughs> I need a backup. 
<laughs> now you're getting out of control. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, yeah, I think it's just, this podcast is just a way to like, I our know. goal here was to get you ready. Like, you're ready to date. I'm not done, but our time is over. Aww, it seems it goes to go fast. so fast. It does go so fast. We're always worried if there's going to be enough content. <laughs> I know, that's true. <laughs> I know. Apparently we... we talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we have no problem to keep talking. <laughs> I know. We think we're funny. <laughs> I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> All right. Well, you ladies have a good night. And if you want to contact us, please email us at datingafter 50 aohs at gmail.com. Let us know your dating horror stories or... Tell us your good things that happened to you, or if you have any questions or topics you want us to cover. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Hi, I'm Trisha. And I'm Lisa, and welcome to Dating After 50. And other horror stories. How are you, Trish? I'm doing pretty good today. How about you? Pretty good. Feels like I was just here doing this with you. <laughs> it is becoming a habit. <laughs> it is. It's a habit that I like. It's a good habit. How is, how is your week going? So far, so good. Well, that's it. Hanging in there. That's a beautiful thing. Getting done the things I'm supposed to be getting done. Which one of us is. (laughs) So far. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This week. Okay, so last week we covered... How how do you know you're ready for your first date? I think we did. I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah, preparing to date, making sure... You know, healing from your previous relationship and moving on to your next one. It's kind of sad we didn't get any feedback from people telling us about their first dates or asking us questions, but that's okay. That'll come. Oh, cool. Because who wouldn't want our advice? Exactly. We have great advice. We do. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever we say, do the opposite. (laughs) I know. You may want to really rethink it. (laughs) So today we thought maybe we would talk about some red flags, especially initially when you meet someone. You know, there's you can see red flags, obviously, on first dates one, two, three. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. The phone. In their dating profile. <laughs> yeah. Right away, there's some red flags. But um, we thought we'd talk about some awkward situations, some awkward first dates. Like, my one that comes to mind is, um, well, I started talking to a guy, and he wanted to meet. And first, I think he was kind of new to the online dating, so maybe he thought, I'm not sure what he was thinking. But it was fine. We started talking. Then he sent me a picture of him holding up the newspaper of the actual day so that I knew he wasn't like, I don't know, what's it called? Trying to fishing? No. I don't know. Catfishing? Catfishing or or something. Okay. So he sent a picture of himself holding up the paper for the Sunday. And so it's Sunday morning. Well, I'm not sending you a picture of me on Sunday morning. God (laughs) knows what I look like. And I don't even get the paper. But it's like, I'm a real person. But again... Maybe the next day or maybe after I shower, I'll send you a picture. Right. But it was funny. After I shower. Yeah. So then he says, let's meet. And I was like, okay. It was very quick. It was all like in one day. So I was like, he, he's like, let's meet. I said, all right, we can meet for coffee or something. He's like, no, let's meet at the gas station. At, at a gas? Why? That's what I was like, a gas station? He goes, let's just both meet at the gas station just to see that we're real people. And then we'll go from there. I'm like... Well, that's somebody with a lot of trust issues. Yeah, that's a huge red he's flag, been, too. It's a red flag. It sounds like he's been burned, too. Oh, probably. That probably does happen to people. But I was like, there's no way in hell. All in my mind, I was thinking is one of those weird vans coming by and throwing me in <laughs> it at a gas station. <laughs> like, that's, at a gas station. That's why you tell people where you're going. And that's why you don't meet a gas station. So I said, I will meet you, but not at a gas station. So if you want to go for coffee, 
ice cream, anything like that, I'm down. But I'm not going to a gas station. And we did. We met for yogurt. And that's it went okay. pretty well. Yeah. But I guess he was just... I mean, I guess, again, that's just people with trust issues. And maybe they have been burned. But I was just like, gas station. That's a... Yeah, that's, that's that, odd. Yeah, that freaked me out. Well, he did turn out to be a little odd. But he was a nice guy. <laughs> he was a nice guy. He was just one of the list of odds. <laughs> I think I like odd. <laughs> so do I. Who wants normal? That's true. I like eclectic. Not but, that eclectic. Yeah. Not crazy eclectic. It's eclectic enough to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Eclectic enough to be interesting. That's the goal. But yeah, um, so anyway, that was just sort of like a red flag. But it's nice. I actually like the whole idea of someone sending you a picture with a date on it. Because then you actually know it. I Someone, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's like an online friend. But someone told me there's like a spoon test or something. So, like, if you, if you're talking, which is very common because, you know, a lot of people don't look like their pictures. So, Mm-mm. you can say, okay, if you're talking to someone, you know, and you start to feel comfortable with them or you're thinking of meeting or whatever, you can say, okay, send me a picture of you holding up a fork. You can make up anything. Send me a picture of you holding up whatever, a pencil. Then you know that that person's sending you a recent photo because you just asked for that picture. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so you say, like, send me... And some people don't even put their pictures online, which is totally understandable if you don't want... You know, maybe if you're a teacher. I don't know. There's... If you're married, but there's certain people (laughs) that don't put their pictures online for whatever reasons they have, which is fine if you don't feel comfortable. But again... I've never responded to anything that didn't I don't either. But mm-hmm. before I see somebody, I w- mm-hmm. before I met somebody. What if somebody... they're a family member? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's true. Or an ex. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, my God. That would mom. be awful. <laughs> I guess you could just end up having lunch with your sister. That'd be okay. But your <laughs> an ex would be bad. <laughs> you and your sister have a date on the same day at the same place. How ironic. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be funny. But, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Sometimes send you a picture. Say that's fine if you don't want to put your picture online, but I want to see a picture of you. And again, hold up. Give them an object that they got to hold up so you can get you know it's a picture that they've just taken. That's a really good idea. Yeah, it's a really that good idea. That is a really I good think so idea. Because sometimes pictures too are so old. Like you oh, know what I mean. If they're if your if your profile <laughs> picture is your prom picture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's your high school senior portrait, <laughs> <laughs> or if it's your wedding picture and you've cut the other ones out, <laughs> that's not. It's really not. And if you know. And this has nothing to do with anything of this broadcast or this podcast. But if you put a a profile picture of two people up with you and a friend or whatever, somehow identify which one is you. Yeah, I agree. Because people put up like whole groups of people, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Some sites pull from your Facebook, so you got to watch that. But yeah, definitely, you don't want like a group of ten guys. I don't know which one you are. Or if you see a bunch of girls together, you don't know who. who, I don't know which one are you. I don't know. It could be people in their fifty, and when you date one, you date them up. That's true. That's, there you go. This <laughs> is all, all my people. friends. So. <laughs> Here's who you're dating. If you're lucky, you'll get a coupon for each one. <laughs> That's from my previous podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to go back and listen. <laughs> okay, so those are Here's some your awkward. Coupon. <laughs> yeah, those are some awkward situations that I have thought of. And again, some could be red flags. Could just be, you know, people have their reasons, and you don't really know what they are for things. But again. Some things to look out for. I think the earliest red flag could be possessiveness. Yes. That's if, if right off the bat they question where you are, who you're with, what you're doing, and they're not comfortable and they always assume that you're doing something wrong and they want you to spend every minute of your day with them, that's a huge red flag because it's never going to get any better. 
No. Like the guy I was just talking to, and I told him I was out with coworkers, and he said, oh, please be a good girl tonight. Like, red flag. Obviously, I didn't oh. talk to him. Yeah. You're blocked. You're done. First but... of all, I'm a woman, not a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trust me on that. Yeah. Please behave yourself tonight or something. I was like, what? It's crazy. So, obviously, that would be a person who, one, would not be comfortable with me going out with my friends. Two, would be extremely possessive, I would think. Yeah. It's just a huge red flag. It, it Yeah, that really is. It's the same thing with anybody, like, keeping tabs on you, um, you know, watching you where you're going, or... Showing up where you say you're going to be unexpectedly to make sure that's where you are. Yeah, make sure who you're with. Like, if I have had someone I dated a little bit, and... I would invite him out, and he'd say, no, I don't want to go. You go out with your friends. Have a good time. Great. Every time I'm out with my friends, I mean, I don't lie. I'd say, this is where we're going tonight. We're going out. He would show up. Why are you showing up? If you told me you don't want to go out and, you know, just randomly show up. It was a strange thing. I'm Even now, I'm very specific that I want nights with my friends. And I'm, I'm never doing anything really bad. We have fun. We have fun. We Right goof around we're silly we laugh we have a good time but I'm never doing anything I shouldn't be doing being in a relationship no but I want my time with my friends it's important to me it's a girl's night out so it's you know if you want to have that girl bonding time and you can talk about things that you can't talk around when the person you're dating is around right so you can't talk about it and the other thing is especially when you're dating women that's a tough situation because if you say I'm going out with my girlfriends or it's girls night out. Well, they're like, well, I'm a I'm girl. A girl. <laughs> yeah. So Then you go out with your girls. Yeah, exactly. I went out with my girls. You go out with your girls. But that's an even tougher, that's a tougher relationship to navigate because it's hard. It is. They want to, they're like, well, your friends, my friends, whatever, we're all girls going out. But it is, you really, even in, even if you're in a relationship with another woman or two men, you still need your time with your friends. Yes. You're separate friends. Just because you're the same gender doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. all your best friends and you're all going to hang out. No, you still need time with your girlfriends, not the people you're dating, your friends yes. that you want to, even if you want to talk about life or talk about situations, you know? Or, you know, we're all fun. human and we all, not all, a lot of us are silly and there's nothing wrong with mild, innocent flirtation, but you're not going to do that with your girlfriend or boyfriend there. If you're being, if you're going up to the bar, and somebody walks up to you and asks you what kind of car you drive, it's <laughs> it's silly, but it's harmless. You can't really do that with a partner there, right? Or if you do, they might get really upset, right? You know, you you need your you need your time, you need your space, you exactly. Because you're just dating too. You're not like in a, I don't even know. Even, even if you're married, you need even your space. if you're married, yeah, you need a little matter. time. Yeah. And which one of us doesn't? appreciate when somebody finds us attractive. True. And just because somebody finds you attractive does not mean that you're going to go home and sleep with them. Right. It doesn't mean you're doing anything inappropriate. No. You're just like, oh, this person's talking well, Thank to you me. very much. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. I am kind of cute. I'm flattered. Yeah. Yeah. I'm involved with somebody else, but I'm flattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take it. Get on me all you want. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a drink if you want. Exactly. Buy me drinks. After three, I'll tell you I'm not available. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so some other red flags that you might see early on in a relationship. Um, I, it's, it, it kind of adds on to the possessiveness. It's the trying to isolate you. The, when they hate everybody in your life, or they pick apart every friend you have, or your family members, or even I've had them pick apart my children. Oh yeah, that's crazy. And 
they don't want you to spend time with them or they're always insulting them and trying to draw a wedge, that's a huge red flag. Huge. That's just a deeply insecure person who's not, is not someone you, I mean, obviously an insecure and controlling person. Yes. So it's not someone you want in your life, let no. alone in your children's life or any part of your life, anything. No. No. Those... Or your friend's lives, because I don't want that. <laughs> no, because most likely that relationship is not going to be successful. Right. Hopefully it's not successful. No. And if you have alienated everybody in your life, what do you have as a support network when it's over? And that's what they count on. That's what they count on. Physical um, dependency on them for friendship and financial sometimes. If they urge you to quit your job, if they urge you to sell your car and tell you they're going to take care of you and they're going to... All that kind of garbage. Those are huge red flags. Huge red flags. Please don't ever do that. No, No. that's a lot. Mama always told me that women need to be able to take care of themselves, and she was so right. Yeah, my mom too. Because, you know, I did. Yeah, you don't depend on anybody else to take care of you. Take care of yourself, because that gives you freedom and options and everything else. The options. Yeah, exactly. You get to do what you want to do. That kind of goes to, like, I have been on dates with guys who have since told me they don't have cars they don't have jobs <laughs> those are all huge red flags <laughs> that's just somebody so if you're on a first date or two and they don't have a car they don't have a job if I mean, they're between jobs and have been for five years yeah things are not looking good yeah exactly and if they're waiting for a management position move on yeah if they're just too good for any jobs cousin yeah. eddie red flag yeah definite red flags definite red flags um Another situation I had, which was a huge red flag, which I kind of didn't realize maybe until a couple dates after, but I think it was date three, and I was meeting a guy. We were going out like on a Sunday afternoon, and he was supposed to pick me up, but then he texted me or called me and said, um, can you pick me up? I've been drinking. I was like, okay, it's like 11 or 12 on a Sunday, and I did pick him up, and he was and he was like, oh, it's just my family came over. We were eating breakfast and having drinks at break, whatever at breakfast I'm not hey I'm a girl who likes a good brunch and a mimosa but I don't know it was just odd and when I did pick him up he was hammered and I was like this it was a strange thing that would be a strange thing for me too yeah so I think I think red flags are people who maybe and again it could be a fluke that someone you know it could happen but honestly if I'm drinking too much in the morning at a brunch I'm not gonna say come pick me up I'm gonna say I'm gonna call and say you know I'm not feeling well I'm not going out with you or something you know what I mean right not like hey come pick me up and, you know, we'll go drinking. Like, no, it's Sunday at noon. Like, I don't know. It was weird. But um, I think someone, I mean, drinking too much, someone doing drugs, those are all huge red flags that hopefully you can find out pretty quickly till you get too, before you get too involved with someone. Hopefully. Some of them are really good. It's true. Some people, and... And dr- all different. I don't, see, I don't have much experience with drugs, but there's so many different drugs, so somebody could be, I don't know. Yeah. I, I myself have absolutely zero experience with drugs. Yeah. So I wouldn't know the signs other than their physical appearance. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, if they steal from you, that's a bad sign. Yeah, if they steal from you. <laughs> they're <laughs> smoking joints in your car when they get in. I don't know. That might be an issue. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> or when you pick them up, that might be an issue. Or if, but... pupils, pupils, if their pupils are so dilated. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are red flags. I mean, unless it's the same lifestyle you live if you're... Is it 420 friendly? Something like that I see sometimes on the... Well, even... Yeah, 420 friendly is just if, they, if you get high. And that's, oh. you know, it's a personal choice. But if, right. if they're... High all the time. High all the time, it's a bad idea. 
It's a very bad Or don't idea. work because they're high. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. the other thing can be said is that I think it's a red flag if anybody tries to control you and what you want to do. As far as like, like let's say um, if you want to go out and have a couple glasses of wine and someone telling someone's telling you you shouldn't be drinking or you shouldn't be eating something. Eating something. If somebody oh, tries to control worst. your physical appearance. Yeah. That is awful because that, that gets you at the core. That kind of disrupts your confidence. Yeah, I and agree. If somebody is trying to intentionally make you feel inferior, mm-hmm. that that's a huge red flag. It is. If they yeah. ask you, do you really think you need that? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Now I want to. Bring me two. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me two pieces of cheesecake. <laughs> and a beer. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and a bottle of wine. <laughs> Swish it down with <laughs> bring it all. No, yeah, I put it all on his task. No. Make it snappy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make it snappy. But yeah, you don't want someone who's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, who's like, no, you don't need another glass of wine, or you're not having that, or you shouldn't be having that, or you that'd be the dessert. day. Yeah, exactly. No, again, I can make my own decisions. Thank you. And it's when you you always want to look nice for your partner, even yes. if you're early on, just mm-hmm. somebody you're dating, somebody might you. It's natural to want to look nice and to pre- have a good presentation of yourself because that's just how we're made. But for them to control it and tell you to change your hair, to not eat what you're eating or not drink or do different things or exercise or go to the gym or make you join a gym. Yeah. These things <laughs> are all red flags. I agree. If they don't like you as you are, then just walk away. Yes. Because there's plenty of people that are going to want you just Agreed. as you are. They aren't your person. Mm-hmm. I wonder, remember I went on like, remember I went on a couple, well, I might have went on like six dates with a guy, but I think on the third date he bought me like a Sephora haul. He literally, a what? A Sephora haul, like makeup, you know, the makeup Oh my store. God. He literally bought me like a ton of makeup. It was the weird, and perfume. Yeah, I'm just getting comfortable on your couch. Go ahead. It was the weirdest thing. I was like... Does that mean he wants me to wear... Like, he bought me lipstick. Good stuff, nice stuff, but I was... It was... I'm like, how do you even but know he didn't my ask you. But he didn't ask you about your colors or your skin tone or what you like no, or the products that you buy? Bought me, like... It was the strength... Lipsticks and mascara and perfume and... And did he want you to use That's it? what I was like. Is this a hint that I'm supposed to be wearing... He bought me eyeliner. Is this a hint that I'm supposed to be wearing more makeup? Like, I don't... It was the strangest thing. He likes the slutty look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I'm not your girl. No, <laughs> not at all. I'm the natural look. But no, it was like I was like, what? Like, why are you buying me makeup? I think it was date three, and I was like, he's like, oh, I just thought you would like it because every girl likes makeup, and I was like, do I look like a girl who wears a lot of makeup? No, but it was very strange. I was kind of like, I didn't, I didn't get it. I, I, mean, I, I like that can be taken but... two ways. That if either he's just so new at this and clumsy. He yeah, didn't know what it. to do when he got a salesperson in Sephora and they saw yeah. dollar signs. Mm-hmm. Or he's a possessive idiot. Yeah. That maybe has a... I don't know. It was a weird thing because I just couldn't figure it out. I mean, it was nice. I like the makeup. I still wear the lipstick sometimes. It's very nice. And the perfume. Very nice. What kind of perfume did you buy? Um, I don't know. I'd have to look at it. It was like John Paul Go- Gaultier or whatever. Ooh, Gaultier. Yeah. Ooh. It was nice. It is nice. I still have it. But um, like I said, the lipstick was really good. It was like a nice brand. But um, what's your favorite perfume? What do you wear all the time? I don't really have a regular one. Do you? I do. I usually wear either Tommy Girl or um, Light Blue by Dolce Gabbana. 
Oh yeah, I think I like that. That was my favorite. I don't really have a regular one. Sometimes perfumes like give me a headache, so I don't wear them regularly. I used to like like CK one or something. I like a natural smell, like a. But I, I don't, don't like floral. No, oh my god. No, and sometimes I get a headache, and then sometimes you know at work people are wearing perfume and it's so strong. Floral so. reminds me of a funeral home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. That's true. It's hard to find. You know, it's good to have a good sexy scent. I need to find oh, one. Oh hell I need yeah. A good regular sexy scent. Maybe I should look up. Oh, I've been wanting one. <laughs> We're gonna make perfume that smells like chicken wings. <laughs> there you go. And blue cheese. And I blue want cheese. um. There's this other perfume, Joe Malone. I've been wanting to try that. But um. Oh, that's the stuff that. Our friend. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so good. Yeah, and they have so many different kinds. Maybe that'll be my next purchase. But um, no, I think so. I don't know if that was necessarily a red flag. It was just a. Do you want me to wear more makeup? I think I asked him. I don't. I think he said no. I just thought you would like it. So, but again, I think it's just a matter. It wasn't necessarily a red flag, but it was like, is someone trying to change my look? I also had a guy yes. too tell me he's like, he didn't mean this. I think he really meant as a compliment. He's like, I really like your very natural, no mess, no fuss look. I was like, oh. I would take that as a compliment. Yeah, no, I did. You, you are very natural. I, I mean, did. I don't think I've ever seen you actually. Where I would look at you and say, geez, Trisha has a lot of makeup on. Yeah, no, I don't wear I don't. No, I don't wear a lot of makeup. I go in phases. Some days I wear it and some days I don't. Some days yeah. I look like me. Some days I look like a tart. You always look good. I just can't put, I'm not even good with putting makeup on. I'd love to do some wing tips, but I'm not good at it. Wing dialing or something. But yeah, I took, I took that as a compliment. I took it as, I like your natural look. I took that as a compliment. But yeah, so what are some other red flags? Well, the, we were talking about compliments earlier. It's the passive aggressive compliments. Mm. Those are a red flag because they really do dig at your security and your confidence and the you know your your hair looks pretty but it could look prettier. Oh yeah. That's... Or you know I like the makeup you had on yesterday or those jeans maybe not the best for you. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, be careful of that stuff. I bet girls are worse than that than guys cuz sometimes guys just don't notice anything. Depends on the guy. Yeah, that's true. I, I had one person insist on me changing my hairstyle. Really? Oh, yeah. Insist. And then when I refused... Oh, girl every... or a guy? Girl. Oh, okay. And then every single day that I would see them that I didn't change it, they would get mad. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I asked you to do one thing for, for me. I asked you to do one thing for me. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That's It crazy. was a source of many confrontation. That's crazy. Speaking of confrontation... No, you should have ran. You should have ran. I did. Oh, I can think of something. A red flag would be if they have armed weapons in their house <laughs> especially in their nightstand or in the bed that you happen to maybe go home with them to that night yeah yeah that's a sign yeah that's a really good sign <laughs> when they decide to show you their arsenal <laughs> yeah. and you text your and friend and she's in a panic give me the address right now so i can come get your ass <laughs> and then you ask them do you have an, a license oh yeah oh and their response is through the roof anger you might want to leave. Yes. If there wasn't for those barbed wires on the window, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not holding you down, if they didn't lock you in, leave. <laughs> <laughs> I was locked in. There was nothing I could do. If you're not stuck, leave. I know. <laughs> Can I see the key? I have to go to my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they handcuffed you to the bed. <laughs> hey, that's a different podcast. <laughs> Okay, and it's not for fun. <laughs> if it is for fun, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you don't have access to the keys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if you have no safe word, different yeah. podcast. Yeah, run. <laughs> yeah. But again, so those are some issues. I, yeah. Well, 
I think that, I mean, we kind of touched on the physical confrontation. Obviously, any type of physical confrontation is a huge red flag. I don't care what the indi- the catalyst of it is. Anybody who puts their hands on you, they need to go. And if they do seriously put their hands on you, you need to press charges. Agreed. Don't be afraid. No, that's a given. I be I think as women, we're, we're groomed to be docile. We're, you know, don't make waves. Don't, mm-hmm. don't get them in trouble. They could lose their job. You know, that fake job that they have. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that's another one. Yeah. If they lie to you about what they do for a living. <laughs> Jesus, I'm stupid. <laughs> it's all just lessons learned. We'll say that. You're learning it for everybody else. <laughs> I, yes, I did. You're saving us from the same problem. <laughs> yes, I did. Holy shit. Yeah. But no, that's true. Definitely it... lies, stories, the... ammunition, guns. Run. Barbed okay, wires. <laughs> they were barbed. They were wrought iron. Wrought iron windows. Run. If, yeah, you, if you ever get to the point in your relationship where you're afraid to speak your mind or give your opinion or disagree with them because the you're afraid of the response is going to be physical or it's going to be explosive anger, mm-hmm. that is a clear, clear sign to run. I agree. We probably could do a whole podcast on that. I know I could. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could. I think, um, I think sometimes too, I see this in, um, like, this isn't as bad, but in sometimes, in, like, you see if you go on a, anybody, if you go on a date with somebody and they're nasty, like, to the waiter or waitress, or rude or disrespectful that or condescending. That so much. Yeah. And they're like, you, they turn and they're so nice to you, but they're treating the people around them like so rude like anybody waiting that's definitely a big red flag which can then go to sometimes i haven't had this happen but i've had other friends say like guys can be confrontational so even if you go out with someone and they're not violent with you but they tend to get in fights or pick fights or do or act violent like punch walls or cars or do something stupid that's another indication even if they're not violent with you but you go out and you see them like picking fights or getting into fights or just doing really right. stupid stuff or it or violent behavior even if it's not directed towards you that's not acceptable it is not something you want no but it's there's a huge red flag that is totally different than you and your partner having a healthy healthy fight and then have angry sex <laughs> make up sex anger well angry sex is even better then there's the makeup sex and that's okay too first it's a fight then it's angry sex and then it's makeup then sex. Then it's makeup sex. <laughs> yeah, let's keep that in mind. <laughs> I never get that angry. <laughs> you, girl, you need to stop. I know, you need something to make me mad. <laughs> Here, let me help. <laughs> if anybody, if, if you, after a couple dates, if they want to move in, if they want to put a lot of stuff at your house, or if they want to start getting mail delivered at your house, yeah, don't let them. Oh, yeah, that's weird. That's Yeah, don't let them. Or if don't they let... drive by your house often. Yeah. Or if you wake up and they're standing in your yeah. living room. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's super creepy. you got to lock your door. You got... I, we got some... i got to set some rules with you. <laughs> <laughs> you need your whole... <laughs> we need a whole podcast of just <laughs> what Lisa does that you should not do. <laughs> <laughs> Lessons learned from Lisa. Lessons learned. <laughs> Holy crap. I know, right? <laughs> For sure. But yeah, no, yeah, that's crazy. Don't let them in your house. Keep your door locked. Don't give them a key. All these things. Create your boundaries for sure. Safety zones. (laughs) Safety zones. Lesson learned, right? Yes. Oh, Um, for sure. Somebody, another one that has happened to a couple people that I know, which is, to me, that is really intrusive, is somebody who goes through your phone. Mm. 
I mean, if you're in a, a monogamous relationship with somebody, there should never be a point in time that you would be afraid to hand over your phone. I agree. I If, if you're a straight-up stand-up person, you're not doing anything wrong in that phone that your partner, committed monogamous partner, cannot see. Right. And if you're not willing to give your phone to your partner, then you should do some serious reflecting on what you're doing. Yeah. But that being said... Sometimes I talk about my partner to my friends. (laughs) (laughs) I better delete those texts before. Delete those. (laughs) Delete those. But if they're not going to... If it's a you're doing something you shouldn't do with somebody else, then either stop it or get out. Yeah, I agree. But nobody has the right to go through your phone. Somebody when you're first dating, you yeah. I mean, maybe you're right. No, nobody ever has a chance. Should be going through. Not even when you're first dating. Probably never. Nobody should be going through your phone. But again, to yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Like you create these boundaries. Like I mean, I wouldn't be the type of person like my phone's sitting out. I don't care if it goes off. Anybody can look at it. Whatever. But um, yeah, I agree. There's nobody should be going through your phone at all. And people no. have to have that trust until someone your phone, breaks your trust. Your Facebook, your email, anything that you have that's personal, if they're going through it to find dirt on you, somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah. yeah and totally. if you're giving them reason to think you're doing something wrong, knock it off. But if yeah. they're doing it and you're and you don't understand why, that's a huge red flag. Huge red flag. That's a bad thing. Yeah, they don't trust you and then again they could be dealing with their own trust issues like we talked about earlier in the last podcast but it could be something but again it's like trust me until I prove you wrong That's, right you know I'll trust you until right. you prove me wrong so I'm that's not the way the, it should be I'm not the last person you dated that screwed you over right exactly and if you discover by chance that somebody put a tracking device on your phone or in your car, <laughs> that's also a really big red flag. Oh, that's horrible. So if they drive by your house, if they check your phone, if they track you in any device whatsoever, that is awful. That's if you're 70 miles flag. from home and they drive by, that's a bad <laughs> That's a huge red flag. <laughs> mm. So have we covered most of the red flags that we could think of? I think we have. I've said a few things, but those are the big ones. I think you, yeah. I think we've gotten them. I think so too. I, I think, think if. <laughs> wait, wait, there's. Wait. Maybe if a guy buys you panties. If a guy buys you panties. <laughs> too quickly. <laughs> that might be odd. <laughs> but it would be why did he buy you the panties? <laughs> Trish, why would a guy buy you panties? <laughs> He may have wanted to wear them himself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That, depending on you, could be a red flag or not. Yeah. It could be okay with you or not. It's it's all up to you and, you know, nobody ever has to know until like five, seven years later when you're having a podcast and drinking. (laughs) I don't mind sharing my panties, whatever. (laughs) But let me pick them out. (laughs) Did, Did he put them on? Um, yeah, he may have worn them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was... <laughs> I don't know what it was. It might not have been, like, the panties. It might have been, like, just the silk material that he liked on feeling it on his body. Then why didn't he buy himself silk underwear? Yeah, I should have got some silk boxers. I would have just taken care of that or something. Huh? Well, he should have. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, he should have. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> And do weird stuff. <laughs> All right, everybody does weird stuff. Everybody does weird stuff. Yeah. But, you know, that wasn't like 
the worst thing in the world. I I got some weird stories, so we'll get into those. Another oh time. yeah. <laughs> we can't give you everything all at once. Yeah, exactly. We save the good stuff. But yeah, but guy buys your panties and then wants to wear them. Yeah, they might have even been his size, not mine. <laughs> the same size <laughs> uh, okay red flag <laughs> at least you knew the makeup was for you <laughs> yeah that's true yeah at least the makeup wasn't for the guy you're right at least it was for me dude if some guy comes out of his bedroom wearing lipstick i'm gone <laughs> there's not even there's not... <laughs> you're so harsh I am. I, it's a boundary we were talking about yeah, that's a boundary, that's a boundary. <laughs> I did date a guy with eyeliner before <laughs> in high school. It was the me it was, too. It was like the it was the age. It was, it was the, the yeah, the rock and roll. The yeah, the yeah. makeup, the rings, it was the, the ray, what, yeah. new wave, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, punk scene. What? So that was acceptable. Yeah. Had to be black eyeliner. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was kind of sexy when you're a kid. <laughs> when you're a guy wearing eyeliner. Yeah, all the rebellion. Yeah. My boyfriend wears eyeliner. Ooh, you bad girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Again, those are just some red flags to look out for. Hopefully that helps. <laughs> we will we will go through hell for our lessons. Yes, we will. The <laughs> things we are going to do for you guys. Yes. We're learning <laughs> lessons for you. So we're out. And may you keep your boundaries high. And your morals low. See you <laughs> next time. Bye.